0: CEO. Don't forget to add the two-on-one podcast in the "How did you hear about Podgo?" section of your application. Now get ready for the rest of the episode,
1: guys. We're back. We are. Yeah, you know, the daniel's
0: back. Oh, great! Spoilers are the worst. That's what's the worst. <laughs> Not people be. being late.
1: Yeah, You're like
2: people being late to spoil the Mandalorian. I really hate that. I want to I finish just- it on my own time.
1: What's what is worse? People who are consistently late to recording the podcast or people who spoil the Mandalorian?
0: People spoil the Mandalorian. I think I, so. I agree with point. that. I might have to go with that one.
1: Cause I have been purposely waiting because the a- age of streaming services has kind of ruined watching something week to week for me. So yeah. it's just sort of been like, oh. I'm gonna wait till the Mandalorian is done, like the season, and then I'm gonna binge it. But ever, after every episode, people just make no effort to not spoil it. And the season finale just had some massive stuff in it. Not to mention characters who have made an appearance on the show throughout the season, and people have just spoiled it. I think yeah, there's someone who's a massive Star Wars fan. Like I, I have a lightsaber. I'm not gonna get it because it's beyond about, But like I have, a, I have a lightsaber, and that like I'm a massive Star Wars fan. And it's just really? seeing this stuff spoiled. Yeah. It's, it, it makes me so bad. Stop doing it. Stop it.
0: I mean, Are yeah, guys, just in general. Yeah. Just not with the Star Wars. Just with anything. Don't spoil it.
1: Like, people did such a good game not spoiling Ed Game.
0: Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I accidentally found out what happened, and I was so disappointed I thought they were lying. Can Before I tell you walking into the theater, I found out what happened, <laughs> and I thought they I thought. Oh, it's just some joke. And then when it actually happened, I was so upset.
2: Can I tell you guys a funny story I, how I watched Endgame? Them. How did what? you
0: watch it? Before we move forward. So
2: yeah. I was that person that waited like two, three months until it kind of died down a bit. Because like mm-hmm. I think it kept it kept getting sold out. And you know what I ended up watching it? So remember when I was working at Ryerson like as a research assistant in the summer mm-hmm. of 2019. That was actually a fantastic summer, the Raptors won. But my prof i got there and he's like i don't really have much work for you to do so take like a four hour lunch break
0: oh and you went to <laughs> you went that, to and i just
2: went to see the movie and this was already like three months and this was what 11 in the morning or 10 in the morning
0: was the theater empty
2: i went to carlton cinema with just me and like three other like elderly people thanks for the invite you were back in pickering <laughs> still closer to montreal that's true. Yeah. All right. I'll know for next time when I had the four hour break. But, but I,
0: guessing. uh, no, but you know who, uh, what else got spoiled for me too, unfortunately, about uh, Han Solo in, in episode seven? Oh,
1: uh, Force Awakens? Yeah. That's tough. I mean, it, it should have happened in episode five, but.
0: Nobody, it was and I was, it was so uh, about aware. a couple like, of
1: decades too late. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: What would happen?
1: He died. Huh? If you haven't seen the movie, if you haven't seen The Force Awakens, then, like, if (laughs) if you haven't seen Episode 7 yet, like, get out of here. There's a certain time period, like, if The Mandalorian airs, don't put up the ending credit scene of a season finale and tell people about it hours after it airs.
2: They did the James Bond thing to it, like, where it's, like, The Mandalorian will return. uh, I
1: don't know, because I haven't watched it yet. They don't spoil that, but they
2: spoil, oh, look who's here. It's just question are do you guys like going episode to episode or you have to watch it all in one go no all to, in I one
1: go now nowadays <laughs> i i have to binge it
2: okay like yeah, better it. It.
1: call saul like i haven't seen the recent season of better call saul but i had it recorded here in bickering but then mm-hmm. while i was in wherever i was i come back and the first two episodes are gone i'm like oh did i mess it up and my mom deleted them to make room for something and I was heartbroken, and I haven't watched it yet because i don't I don't have the episodes i uh
0: i think it depends on on what it is daniel mm-hmm. like if it's like i because the thing with me is I get so emotionally attached to the characters if it's like one of those <laughs> season where it's end where it's like the final season, it's like man, that one hurts like every time I watch the last episode of the office, oh, it hurts. Mm-hmm. I feel that was uh, back to the feature part three.
2: I can't let go of that storyline.
0: Well then I, sp- I know shouldn't. that's not
2: a show, but yes. Oh, no, I forward. guess to answer I I don't know <laughs> who
0: asked the question, but how long do you have to wait? I think it if it's on a streaming service, give it about a week. If it's uh if it's in just in the movies, maybe like two to three weeks, depending on how big the movie is. Like something like Endgame, don't talk about it for like a couple weeks, a few weeks. Because the movie mm-hmm. theaters are busy. Maybe you don't get a chance to go watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Like Daniel, right.
2: right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, it's supposed to for Daniel because he doesn't bother to even invite you. So, you know. I you know. Oh, well,
2: I don't know. You know, I just... This was, was, you don't, was you don't
1: know. I do. I didn't get the invite. All right. Hockey! Well, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about hockey. I might be back. It, we think so. It's halfway there. Kind of. Yeah. Um. Biggest news of the week. We will hit it right off the ground. The NHLPA, for those of you who don't know, that's the players. You know, the kind of important people in this. Not the most important, but in their hearts, they're the most important. Um, they 56-game thing. You know, the whole taxi. We're not going to go into the details because it's boring. We've talked about it plenty of times before. Um and here are some of the key dates that we can talk about. This is from Pierre LeBron on Twitter. Puck drop, January 13th. Trade deadline, April 12th. The end of the regular season would be May 8th. Expansion draft, July 21st. Remember, that's happening. Um, remember, yeah, Seattle, they're coming out. Um, the draft would be the 23rd and the 24th of July. Free and frenzy, July 28th, as Pierre LeBron puts here. On July 29th, Lebron goes to the cottage. I thought that was really Bryce. fun. Um, we're not hundred percent of the way there because actually the board of governors were on a call starting at twelve AM. It's currently twelve fifty-two. Uh both those times are Eastern, by the way. Um if you're someone who listens to the show out of the Eastern
2: time zone, that'd be wicked. Um I think we have someone who listens in England, which is oh, weird. Shout out to Alex Sayre He's in the Atlantic province, he listens to this. Mm. Oh, okay. Enjoy the Atlantic He's provinces. in my uh, class.
1: Sweet. But yeah, guys. Um a first step, a first a first real step. People are getting really excited now. We'll talk about yeah. the Canadian division in a second, but uh, barring things from the owners.
0: And the government. We'll, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The and, government. and the government. We'll, we will, yeah, that, but that, that pertains to the Canadian division. We'll, yeah. we'll, but as far as the players are concerned, which is they are not, again, they're not the most important piece of the puzzle, but they are a big one nonetheless.
0: Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would be very surprised if the board of governors reject this. <laughs> I mean, like, it seems like they don't, the economic changes, they're fine with not making economic changes to the, to the uh, memorandum of understanding. Um, and I don't think the, the, the changes that are being made to like the divisions and all that are that are big enough for them to say, Hey, maybe let's not do this. So I no. think the, the biggest thing I think for them was the economic changes and they said, screw it, whatever. We'll back off.
1: Mm-hmm. There's, there's a few things here and there like San Jose, maybe starting in Arizona, but they have a lift that's up until like, I believe it's the beginning of January. So things might change um, again, Canadian division in the second, but Daniel, your say on this, we're getting there slowly, yes, but surely. The NHL's motto.
2: I think like, yeah, the last few weeks we've been kind of doubtful in terms of rev- revenue sharing and how that was going to go. And to kind of see that, you know, they came to a bit of a compromise here and the fact that we're still going to get, you know, around that range we had, like I think they said 56 games as the proposal. And I think what we said, 54 around there.
1: We say so, a new number every week.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty excited that, you know, they've been able to kind of do this. And man, like I know we're going to talk about it later, but in terms of the Canadian division that just to see what they could kind of do with this is just I, I don't know, like that's something that still has to be fixed, but I'm trying to put like my excitement of that on the shelf until we see more of the other decisions like rolling out.
1: You know what? I'm I'm just like you. I wasn't I wasn't getting as excited as I saw some other people were on Twitter. I was actually getting more and more angry when I saw more news coming out. I texted you guys about this. It's just um you know, that, that the NBA, I saw more stuff about James Harding and maybe a trade for him is getting more solidified. And, like, obviously, we talked about the West, the Westbrook trade. You know, uh, the season's starting soon for him, and the NHL have just sort of been lagging behind. Now, Chris Johnson was on Tim and Sid, uh, I think, probably the day before, I think on Thursdays when he was on. So, right, the day before we sort of got word that the players had agreed. And he talked about, like, it's a very different situation because obviously whatever the MLB or the NBA have to do, it's simply that you work out the States and then, okay, let's bring either. You're just, you just have to deal with one Canadian team being the Raptors, obviously and the blue Jays for the MLB. And in hockey, of course we have seven Canadian teams stretching coast to coast instead of just everyone in Toronto. And my brain was listening to Chris. and I'm like, you're right. But my heart said, I don't care because This the league, the NHL. Just it feels like a a tentative agreement, a a last second. Are they going to get it done? Is just the way they live. I think ten. I was like, barring confirmation, is going to be on the NHL's tombstone. Is what I put on Twitter. I just, it's getting so difficult to just be a hockey fan and just you're just you're waiting just to get the thumbs up from players that we're going to get a season. It's just so difficult. And by the way, if I look down on my phone, it's just cause I'm double checking Twitter to see if anything's coming out. Um, and just looking at, at bits of info, but but guys, I just, are you excited? Is that how you're feeling with this news? Are, are you Daniel? I know you you said you put your excitement on, on the shelves, but like, I want to ask you both. Like, how are you feeling right now? I'll uh, start yeah. with Alex here or oh, Daniel, okay.
0: whatever flip a coin. No, Daniel can go. It's okay. Okay.
2: Um, yep. Yeah, it's like what you kind of feel that you know. It's just we're in the gray zone right now, guys. We're not. We're not there yet. We're not. Uh, we are all literally in the gray zone. Yeah, we're all in. I mean, <laughs> in terms of not COVID, okay. but I think in terms of this decision that you know we're in the in between, where we're in between our world and the upside down. Um, no, I'm kidding, but um, that's a Stranger Things. Uh, Never seen it. Okay. Uh, but I kind of feel that, you know, there's nothing really decided yet that, you know, we said like, yeah, we got these announcements here, but it's nothing, nothing concrete that we could kind of run with it and say, I don't know, we'll use the NBA again. Like they're literally playing right now. And, you know, we had that decision months ago, but with this, it's just we're The NHL is that student in the class that does the assignment the last night, like the last minute. And, they just try to scramble everything. And in terms of the progress report, they hand in whatever they can. And coming from journalism students,
0: we know how that feels. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing with the NHL is that on the like at first glance, it seems like just in general, like pre pre COVID that they're kind of prepared. Yes, they have labor disputes, but they, they, they look prepared. I think this pandemic has really exposed them as number 4 of the big 4 in terms of financials and I think the battle the owners tried to have with the players uh really proved that and and I'm not making excuses I think it we we should have had something by now like we we should be, we should have, I mean, I don't know if we would have preseason, like we should be following some similar schedule as the NBA. um And I mean, I understand you want to have an off season in that, but come on, like you got, they finish in September. When did, when did the, when was the finals? I can't even remember. Was it September beginning wanted- of September? Right.
1: Like end I think it was end of September oh. because free agency in the draft
0: were the week of Ah, October. you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. We they should have been planning during the playoffs. I understand they want to get that done, but their fo like their focus should have been I on the future too. That that's mm-hmm. my sense of it, is that they should have been also focused on the future because they have to know that there's no way we are going back to normal for the twenty twenty one season
1: you know it's it's this thing of even if you you have more of your your league in another country i mean and again we all know that this thing of we're working almost week to week in our lives right now but you can have, have some sort of plan in place and it felt like the nhl had exactly like they weren't planning alex there was nothing in place nothing at all and it is It's just another sort of man. I just, I'm looking down on the NHL. I'm thinking, man, I really like, I've liked the Raptors preseason games I've watched. I really fell in love with Formula One over, um, you know, over the spring. I I really, really have. And like, this is the first time in my life when I've really started enjoying other sports when hockey hasn't been around. And, I don't want to yeah. say that i love this game but it's just it feels like the league that runs it does not love me
0: and and, and just to this, oh, sorry, oh no i was just gonna say just oh to kind of build on that point um i i, I was i we talked about this in in one of my classes we looked at lockouts and how they affected like attendance and stuff like that and Generally, there wasn't that big because, you know, the whole thing when a lockout happens, fans say, oh, I'm never going to watch this game again, blah, 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 whatever. Every like, tweet the, the, the typical the typical tweet that you know they're lying about.
2: But I've been I ha- a season
0: ticket holder since 1967. And I'm not going to buy the tickets, and Okay, sure, you're not. That's a lie. Um, but I, I think this is very different. Now I know it wasn't technically a lockout, but it acted as similar to a lockout the way that the players and the, the owners were fighting. But I think there's going to be an extreme difference in, in what viewership, what might happen to viewership. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong because, Mm -hmm. because the NHL needs that viewership because they are entering a contract year with the, with, Uh, uh, NBC. But I think this took a toll on a lot of fans because they're seeing, they're seeing all these other leagues starting up again, or at least having plans and the NHL sitting there having a discussion. Sorry about the phone in the background, having discussions about what that, what they're doing.
1: It's a Lego calling us to really get that endorsement going. Finally. (laughs) Yeah. Use code two one podcast to check out. We wish. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, you, you make a really good point. And it, it's, this isn't even the, I mean, ha, aside from the pandemic, how many lockouts have happened in our lifetime with this game?
0: 94, uh, 94. Oh, in the lifetime, of, in our lifetime, two to two. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that that, that shouldn't happen. That shouldn't happen. Yeah. And uh, it's, some positives here before we go to the Canadian. Actually, no. Let's just get the negativity out of the way uh, before we get to talk about how fun the playoff format is. We've all been excited about the potential for a all Canadian division, Uh Though this week, it's you no. Know, last week, last week. I believe Sunday is the start of a new week. By the way, sorry if that's confusing. Last week, there was all of a sudden these reports saying that if the NHL and sort of the the each provin- like provincial health organization, or you can say it, um, of each individual province here in Canada where they do have NHL teams. If they, they couldn't come to an agreement, if you know the provincial health boards were like, nah, this, I don't like this, dude, then there was the potential of the Canadian teams having to go down to the States for the season. Uh, it looks like, apparently, of all of the provinces involved, four of the five are cool. Now, we can obviously, we can probably guess Quebec the premier of Quebec already said, yeah, don't worry, Montreal, you're fine. Ontario is fine with it. I mean, they, they had the bubble. They're probably fine with it. Remember, Alberta was bragging about mountains to get their bubble. They're okay with it. Um, Manitoba, the Jets, they're fine. And if you all remember back to when we were trying to figure out who was going to be a bubble city, Vancouver was very close, but their health official said, no, we're not doing this. And surprise, surprise, BC seems to be the odd one out here. Now, um, David Pignata earlier today did sort of say that if it's just the Canucks that are sort of out of this, then the Canucks would simply just be moved out of Vancouver. Um, and I mean, yeah, Alberta's not that far away, right? But then you start thinking, yeah, but then Alberta's kind of a mess right now. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah, the
0: Hamilton Canucks, the Quebec City Canucks, I think yeah. there's places that would want them.
1: Now, this is, i was I was thinking about this when the news first came, and I was thinking about, so let's say you're moving all the seven Canadian teams to the States, right? And it was, word started coming out about the restriction that was going to be on players on road games, like they couldn't leave their hotel and all this, right? Uh, even, you know, a sort of more lenient, that's not really lenient version that we have in the bubble, right? Because traveling, but you can't really explore the benefits of traveling across the world, right? right. The state. Um, Even though every state feels like a different world. And I'm thinking, right. So you have this season, you're going from January to May. And you're not going to see your family for that long. And I'm thinking, oh, no. Mm -hmm. And now it looks like we don't know what's going on with San Jose or a lot of other teams right now. But – I'm surprised that there was no sort of more word from the players about this because it would either be, they'd have to leave their family for longer than the damn bubble. And there's no chance they're going home early unless everything falls apart, which no one wants. Or you're moving them to the States or another state to uh, in the midst of the pandemic, which the vaccine is coming, but like we're normal people are not, are not getting this thing for a long time. Like it's, you know, it's, And rightfully so, like frontline workers, much more important. So we could still have the Canadian division, it looks like. Um, But first off, what I want to ask you guys about is a lot of people were sort of giving Vancouver crap or BC, I should say. Um, I I just I want to get your reaction to that, because I don't think it's very fair to go after health officials for... Being
0: cautious? So okay, so I, I looked into it because I, I was actually just about to bring it up. Okay. So my understanding of how it works, and I and I if I'm wrong, I'd like someone to explain it to me. Mm-hmm. So y- you're allowed to fly into Vancouver. Like apparently there there's flights coming in from the US, coming in from China, coming in from different places. Mm-hmm. As long as they quarantine for 14 days. Mm-hmm. But if the players are getting... My understanding is I don't think that the, 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 the uh, testing has changed. Would it still be daily testing? Like, I that's don't, what it's... Uh, it might fall the same as the he,
2: NBA where, yeah, it might be like, you know, you have to have the three tests and then all of them have to kind of show and it might be still daily testing.
0: Because if it's but, daily testing yeah. and they have to stay in their hotel, I don't know to... I don't know. Maybe I'm not understanding it. At the end of the day, I'm also not a scientist. I'm not, I don't, I'm not a scientist. Like I'm just, this is just my, this is just my perception of what of what the rules are and then how the NHL saying, well, Hey, we're testing every day. And I understand there's issues with the test, but if they're staying in their hotel, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I'm just kind of misinformed. I feel like it's kind of just, not they're not hypocrite that's not that's not the word but i feel like they have a way to i don't know it's just an odd thing that they i think they're, they're just trying doing. to
2: yeah they're trying to trying to be sure because i know that and these are from other sources but like f- there were other hockey teams that got covid or they te- so a lot of players tested yes, positive yes, and yes. this is from other leagues and they were these type of teams that you know they were kind of in close quarters kind of thing and then they just had that one player that I think went out or I yeah. don't for groceries or something. And then like everybody else got it after. So I think yeah, that's, that's right, kind yeah. of the one thing where like, even if it's in a one stationary area, they, they just want to say like, let's not have that situation either.
0: Oh, mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I just, I don't like the, and I'm not seeing any of you guys or, or these people, but I, I don't like seeing people say the, the or, or Vancouver if, like or BC are ruining it for everyone. I feel like that's it's kind of the ignorant. frustrated
2: fan, the frustrated old time fan.
1: It's just, and then you have the other people saying, oh we don't need the Canucks anyway; they suck." And it's like, guys, like you know, it's
2: well, they uh, do, but yeah, of course, <laughs> but you know, I
1: just, I just have a um, hard time getting mad at health officials, no, right? No. And I'm like, and again, yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not, Miss, what's her name? Is it Sonia Deville?
0: I'm, who's, obviously, um, I'm not too. Sure.
1: Ontario's head. We're not. We're not Theresa Tam. We're not like the head doctor. The no. guy, like we. I don't know.
0: I know nothing about science. That's why I'm in journalism.
1: We're like John Snow. We know, we know nothing. John. We're Snow. not
0: science journalists. No, we're no. Not we're so not. Sure.
1: We're not science. <laughs> we're here to talk about sport. We open the show talking about the Mandalorian. All right. This is this is not your podcast for for science and you know, vaccine that 42 degrees. Whatever. We don't yeah, know that. If
2: you're, what is sorry. Does Alex say it's science, though? It is science. Yeah, but
1: that's no, but, like, the, but hit I, to the head I, is
2: bad. Oh, okay. That's hit to the head is bad. That's if not... you
1: hit someone <laughs> in the back of the head with a hammer, it's not good for them. <laughs> Funny <laughs> thing,
2: I remember when the NWO did that to The Rock when I was a little kid, <laughs> and it shocked me. I know it's staged yeah, now, but when I was okay, a kid, I but... was like, oh my gosh, did that just happen on TV? Say that again. When the NWO came back to uh, the WWE and they did oh. that, did that to the Rock? I, I thought it was real, and I was like, so little, oh. I'm like, did that just happen on TV? Uh, yeah.
0: I, I don't know. The, how to the, to that. <laughs> the, yeah, I don't know. It's just like I, I've, I've. This has been a day of like my
2: side stories of me recalling my childhood,
0: the ignorance of youth. I just, I just wanted to bring yeah. up a point. I think Daniel was talking about. I don't remember who brought it up about the uh, kid from that one specific team and it spread through the entire team. That's the, and I think going forward and it's not really related to the BC thing, but I think that example is really, is really is an, a really important example moving forward of what not to do. I think the players, there has to be a mentality amongst the players. And I, and I know I've said this before that you have to follow the, follow the rules, Because Mm -hmm. if you don't, you are like, listen, there's the rules are in place, whether you believe this, whether you believe that about COVID, whatever you believe, these are the rules that are in place. You can do whatever you want. Just remember, if you go out and do something stupid, you're the one causing the causing the destruction right now. Like, Mm -hmm. because if, because if they have to, um, because I'm guessing especially in Canada, that if there's a certain amount of cases, they're going to have to shut that thing down real quick.
1: It's, it's interesting that I'm worried about the States was talking to us, with the, of talking about this with the family earlier. Yeah. If, if by the time Biden comes in, uh, if he just sort of clamps down on everything in COVID, how that's just going to screw everything up as well.
0: It's uh, it's, yeah, I didn't think about that.
1: Yeah, it's um, it, that was it. my mom's thing. I, I take no credit in that, but well, first I he has I to get into
0: office, right? I mean, he's. I'm just I'm just joking. I will, we'll do that. Um,
1: this is this is from Ryan Rashad, <laughs> by the way. Um, I think this from, when was the 19th. What is today?
2: Today's the twentieth.
1: Okay, the 19th. Uh, almost Christmas, guys. Post Ooh.
2: exam uh schedule feels. Is this is our first. We're, having, we're affecting right now. This. Please, we all uh,
0: finished exams? Yeah. yeah,
1: I'm done. Oh, so. Okay, that's good. Um, so, from Ryan Rashog, said, yeah. League sources say, and this from yesterday. League sources say, at this point, the BC government remains unwilling to allow NHL teams to travel into the province for games. That may change as discussions continue, but remains their uh, position as of now. Even with the added safety protocols outlined today by Frank Saravelli, and again, this is the the same government that saw what the bubble and how successful it was for the nhl and you would assume like the league got some goodwill there for people for health officials but uh, they're still they're still sticking by their guns which um at the end of it whether you can argue whether it's right or wrong i'm on the side of you know you're being safe i get it i have a damn lot of respect for the bc government right now i'll say that i have a damn bit of respect for them good for them
2: this is my opinion and it might be wrong. But okay. what I so kind of feel you, is, remember in the summer, we were like, wow, look at the bubble, so like, no positive cases. Yeah, Everything good. went well. And I think the NHL really rode with that and they didn't have an alternative plan when they realized another season is coming. When the playoffs were so successful, another season was coming and they're like, how do we follow up on this? And then again, they just kind of procrastinated on the decision. They didn't know what to do. I think that they looked at other leagues that it was a bit of a mess. Like the NBA has been okay so far, but they looked at the MLB in the regular season when that started, when they're, when the NHL playoffs are happening. And I think they didn't want to kind of have that kind of effect on things, but now I just, that's just the feeling I'm getting right now.
1: Mm -hmm. And the BC
2: government is probably looking, you know, East to them looking at Alberta and how much of a problem it's been. And we're going to go back. We're going to get back to it later on, but it just how much it's been a mess in terms of the cases and the real juniors are still there.
1: They got, they had exhibition games canceled today. Did they not?
2: Yeah. And we we were going to get to it, but I'll just say one small story, but the German team had like eight positive cases on their management that the team doctor had to conduct the practice.
1: I thought that was Sweden. Was it Germany? I think that's Germany as well. Yeah, Germany as well.
2: Like they're having a lot of problems too.
1: I should create that the COVID, but it's funny that the doctor had to. All right, boys, we're on leading the stretch today. Yeah. we we'll start, uh, we're starting at
0: the legs and we'll work our way up. Oh boy. just just to I don't know, kind of something that Dana brought up. I thought was interesting about the, the whole bubble thing and how well it went. The, I, I don't know if it's you guys, maybe it's just me, but I felt like the the league and rightfully so were kind of constrained on what type of season they could have because it didn't seem mm-hmm. like the bubble was an option. And, and rightfully so, because the of course I'm, there is, I'm not expecting the players to say, you know what guys, we're going to leave our families for like four to five months and we're going to go live in a bubble. Like I, I do not expect that um, at all. And I, and I imagine you guys are the same way, yeah. but th- it felt like they, they were constrained. Like they had to either, they had to find some way to do it. And again, mm-hmm. it goes back to my point. They knew they had to do this. They should have done it before.
1: Yeah. Um, plan, 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 plan. Uh, it's pretty well set though. Um, that, oh, wait, wait, no playoff. playoff, playoff, playoff. Uh, apparently we're going to have a new playoff format this year. I hope it's permanent. Cause I really like it. Each division will have Four teams that make the playoffs, and they will each produce a champion, as Friedman put it on Twitter. So, if there is a Canadian division, that means there is a guaranteed Canadian team in the final four. So, that would obviously mean going to what would be a, a conference final would be between the champions on one side of each division. And then, obviously, the winner of those two divisions would go off and then come Basically,
2: U Sports. Yeah. The rules. Yeah.
1: It's just, I really like, it's simple, but I'm like, yeah, give it to so him. Take it. Nice. Yeah, why
2: the hell not? It'll hold people's attention. I feel like, you know, you'll get the division champion. You'll celebrate that conference champion to celebrate that Stanley cup champion. You'll celebrate that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's, it's exciting. I'm I'm really happy for it. I uh, wasn't expecting it for some reason, but it's, it's, it's nice. It's just, <laughs> it's refreshing too.
0: <laughs> what are the chances they use this moving forward?
1: oh i mean well, if the owner listen people are gonna want it people are gonna love it but gary's just gonna say yeah
0: no. hey listen there's a lot of thing that things that people want we still don't have it it's
2: like it's not it's already been a few years already but i know no one is really kind of i mean the nat- the general consensus is you know the wild card hasn't been you know the best
0: well the no. reason that this system was implemented was it not to create more rivalries that's what the whole idea was. Oh, how many, the wild card? Yeah. Well, with the, the the new divisional setup and how they, I don't know. I feel like it's created one new rivalry and it's one, and it's extremely one-sided.
2: It's also like, yeah, I remember the one reference they used was like, I think 2009. Carolina shouldn't have made the playoffs, but they were the division leader. So like they were still in third place. Oh my God. Yeah. And uh, I think that was one, one thing they wanted to get rid of with the wild card.
1: Yeah, like the Pacific is garbage.
2: They shouldn't have like they
1: don't deserve a wild. Like they don't
2: deserve it. It's, a it's up talk. and coming, guys.
1: Yeah, it's been up and coming the whole time we've been fans. It's not. <laughs> it's Pacific?
2: No, remember. Remember that one well, team? They had, they had like four straight, you know, division champions. They went to the conference finals 2017. Jayden, mean, when was the
1: last time Chicago won a cup? Oh, wait, no, not even. No, what do you mean? Like, who, who are the Pacific teams that are
2: wicked? Well, ve- no,
0: well, Vegas. L- L.A. Uh, Vegas,
2: they haven't won anything. Of the Ducks. They haven't
0: won anything in a decade. Yeah, but they've been competitive. Yeah, three years
2: ago. They went to the conference finals.
0: I think it was competitive, but I don't think the team, like, it was weird because those San Jose for how long had been We can do it. We can do it. Mm. We can do it. Or the la kings. And and then and then they imploded.
2: So I have a friend that says the La Kings instead of LA Kings. The La
0: Kings. The La Kings. No French. The The Kings. The Kings.
1: It's pretty well set that we will have ads on players' helmets, try and get some money back. And you know, I used to be really against having any sort of ad stuff, but then after watching Formula One, I'm like, yeah, I don't mind it
2: yofa on the hat on the helmet what Can so we get
1: the two-on-one logo on like arizona on there we can afford it probably. It's probably
2: cheap it's probably cheap i yeah. yeah, we'll look
0: into it yeah i will make some calls
1: it's simple it's a nice little thing and free <laughs> ellie freeman on yeah, we'll 31 do it for free.
0: we'll do it for free
2: kinda- well the two-on-one <clears throat> of alex just smiling and it's his two-on-one podcast at the bottom of his face and, like it's a patch <laughs> yeah um uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it
1: stays either. Freeman on 31 Thoughts, him and Merrick did a little, like, what's going on episode a few weeks back. Yeah. And Freeman sort of made it sound like this is something that was very much overdue in the league. And I mean, even in the AHL, like, the Laval mm. Rocket have St. Baths on their thingy. It's like, a, it's like a fast food joint.
2: Yeah, oh, okay. that place is Great amazing. chicken. Yes, I talk. love it, yeah. They used to Great have it in Toronto. Chicken. Really? Yeah, like, um, another side story. That used to be beside my doctor. So every time we went there, I'd get chicken and ribs after. So, yeah, but...
1: Um, <clears throat> Daniel, <clears throat> how are you? I'm not feeling well. Well, don't go next door. And then Daniel goes and gets a whole chicken.
2: Yeah. What I'm kind of feeling is how... Uh, this is, And this is my opinion. How they approach the ads is going to be, like, a huge thing for me. Because I love how the NBA does it. I like how some football teams do it. Like, not... Not American football, but yeah, European football. Oh, I like how part they part. do it, but like, I just don't like the overkill of like the European hockey league ones, where like I I don't even know what the team is sometimes just because there's just way too many.
1: Just do not crowd around the logo, and we're fine. That's all. Just don't don't mess with the front logo. Just don't do it everywhere else. Go ahead, like the yeah. back of it, back yeah. of the jersey. Go ahead. Just don't make around the logo bad. That's your one. That's the one rule here. Okay. Yeah. Is you got to yeah. make it still, you got to pre- keep the, 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 vanity of it all.
0: Yeah. That's where it would be different from European football. Cause the way the jerseys in European football, it's like the logos here. Yeah. The, jer- the main sponsors here. So it's very different. Yeah. But I, I, I think they're, I don't know why fans are so opposed to it. Because like, if the, listen, if the NBA can do it, anyone can do it, okay? Like, you're not that special, NHL. It's <laughs> simple. It's-
2: I, I, I think it's an insulated thing again. Um, I had a conversation with a friend about it yesterday where it's the same thing we talked about where it's like, man, why is not EA, like, improve NHL the way it does for the other leagues? It's because oh, it's started, just anyway. it's the bottom tier of, like, the sports being watched that, you know. These little steps like the ads, they have to happen if you want it to keep growing. If you want more of a vested interest in the, in the sport outside of, you know, these hardened like Canadians and like, that's our identity kind of thing. Like you really need to expand. like that's what needs to happen. I think definitely we have, an older
0: generation thing. I think we have to get the mentality out. Like not we as the three of us. I mean, like I think just hockey and hockey fans in general, um, need to get the mentality that we are special and unique out because clearly we're not we're we've been dead last like in the major four we have been dead last for however <laughs> you know what i mean
2: i just wanted to improve ea yeah yeah that too too. like
1: the believe- nhl aren't even fourth anymore i, I don't mean- yeah Logan
2: oh, Paul is bigger than the NHL. <laughs> yeah, that we knew. That was sad. When we were like, who's so... Evander, like, who's Evander Kane? And I'm like, oh. Man. Well, I was,
0: oh. I was texting you guys. I was listening to um, an uh, ESPN MMA podcast, um, and they were talking about Logan Paul because, like, obviously it was in the news. And they didn't even bring up Evander Kane's name. <sighs> yeah, like exactly. they. That's how no like little they care about the NHL.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, lads, uh, we'll move on. Congratulations to Alex Steen on an amazing career. Retired. Oh
2: man. Uh I, and my natu- guy. Naturally,
1: naturally we're not gonna reflect on his career. We're gonna say, well, good to know they can re-sign Vince Dunn. I'm hey. kidding. No, I'm mean, kidding. Um weird. but former leaf. The reason Steve Dango wears number ten, and that's all that matters about Alex Steen's career.
2: Man, so like, if if I could do one throwback story to him, I thought when he was playing with um, Sandin, I was like, man, like this guy is the future. I remember like this guy's gonna be with the Leafs a very long time. So she had like a sixty point season with them, and then. He started off really badly with the Leafs and then, then traded him and Carlo Koliakova, by the way, for Lee Stepniak. Really? And then, yes. And then when he went to St. Louis, he exploded. And then Lee Stepniak was traded the next year for like a fourth rounder. And that really kind of hurt me. That was Cliff Fletcher's. That was on Cliff Fletcher. Okay. But, yeah, like when he went there, like it just it, – it was like – Again it's a childhood thing But like it just kind of felt surreal That he wasn't on the Leafs anymore And I love that he was doing so well in St. Louis But also in my heart I was kind of thinking Man like you imagine if they had him Like throughout Like you know the early 2010s Like that would have been a great guy To have around in the locker room Yeah and, I, asked my, you know, that's what I asked myself was, that asked myself. That was echoed in St. Louis
0: I asked Like he's just myself a great like locker room
2: myself. guy In like St. Louis
0: <laughs> I asked myself. But that's
2: that my question. Alex a Steen nostalgia players. story. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, gracefully sort of changed his role to more of a depth guy for 2018 when they won the cup. Sorry, 2019 when they won the cup. Uh Alex a word on Alex Steen, if you would. Your dog Indeed wants a word on Alex I Steen. Clearly, yeah. I think
0: your dog wants a word. Um no, like I mean, I kind of got into um into hockey around the time Alex Dean, I think was traded. Daniel, what year was he traded? I believe that was
2: 2006.
0: He was trading 2006. No, that seems like oh, 2006,
2: to...
0: 2008. Alex let me, let me, let's see. Whatever. Either way. I remember him <laughs> kind of on the Leafs, but I remember him obviously more um, as a St. Louis blue. And, and I think, you know, he wasn't an important leader in that locker room. And, and I think, Mm -hmm. it's gonna not that it's not gonna take a toll like i think they do have other leaders in that locker room i don't think it's gonna be as big as like let's say joe pavelski leaving uh san jose and going to dallas but i think he did have a really big presence in that room and it it might take a toll i don't but not that not that much
2: the way i kind of see it is this is a guy that performed when and this is my opinion that Nobody wanted him anymore when they kind of said he was a failed prospect in Toronto and then he's like, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Like, look uh, what I can do, and I played a thousand games.
1: November 24th, 2008 is when he was traded.
2: Yeah, Here's the so. little
1: bit from the hockey writers. Well, that, well, that's... Sorry, with that, let's head back to November 24th, 2008, when the Leafs traded an eventual Stanley Cup winner for some bottom six help that wouldn't last long in the blue and white. Congratulations. Great career, um, lads. Though, exactly. um, another guy whose career may be over um, this season, he will not play, unfortunately, due to a heart condition. That's Henrik Lundqvist, the King. Will not be playing, um, and there, there's this is simply gutting. Is, yeah. is what this is. Uh, I really hope that there is he he is okay, and that he can have one last season because. This is one of the best goalies of all time, and he deserves much better than this. Daniel, you I was, must have grown up with
2: the king in his prime. I did. Um. So my first the memory of him was, I just knew he was a prospect for the Rangers, but I didn't know how good he was until the 2006 Olympics in Torino. And he yeah, they won the gold that year and he dominated. I'm like, who is this guy? Because I remember Alma Toya was the number one goalie prospect for the Rangers at the time. Because he went sixth overall in the draft.
1: That's a name.
2: Yeah, so, and then he just continued to become so great. And then, you know, when you get older and you have those moments where you start like researching everything, like, wait a minute, this guy was a seventh round pick Yeah. in 2000 and he became this good and, you know, he's in the top 10 or maybe top five for every goalie stat and you know we talked about how it was kind of upsetting that you know we I remember that picture of him on the bench you know against Carolina you know this cannot be the end of the king and when he signed, I was like ecstatic when he signed with Washington because he got his chance he, you know he's going to contender this is a guy where he's not going to have to carry the load anymore he's someone where he's going to an organization that has a chance and you know, perfect role with Elias Hemsanoff. And this is a great way to end his career. And then to see something like this happen, like that, that was just so that, that was pretty
0: heart-wrenching. Alex. Yeah. I mean, Daniel said uh, most of what I was going to say, but I mean, it's really unfortunate. Obviously that ending in New York was uh, not so good. And it, it was really good. Like, I think he was, he was linked to a couple teams. teams. Um, and, and I do think that, Washington was a damn good team to go for him to go to, especially number one, like, like Daniel said, they're a contender. And I think it's also good for the organization because they have an extremely young goaltender and, and Henrik Lundqvist has been through a lot um, as a player, like as a goalie, uh, not really made like the New York Rangers. And I think Adam always says it, that they didn't do enough for Henrik Lundqvist and, Like, the farthest they gone, they they were so close, yet they were so far. Like, they didn't have a chance against L.A. Did they really have a chance against L.A. in 2015? No. They were so close. Or 14, sorry. So close, yet so far.
1: Yeah. um, sixth all all-time in wins. Uh, By the way, ahead of him is Marc-Andre Fleury, who, um, no offense, but a lot of Fleury being up there is for the teams he played with. Um, and Lundquist never had a Crosby in front of him. He never did. He is um, – I feel like there is a very big similarity that there's a real chance that we will be thinking of Henrik Lundquist the same way that I might think about Carey Price in a few years, um, that the team he was with just sort of wasted it. Uh, the guy's best years. I mean, this is – he just dragged such a meh Rangers team every single year. And what's really like we talked about all the last season, how you cannot do the system of three goalies and what, what sort of really feels like salt in the wound is there was a report that apparently this season teams will be required to carry three goalies with them. And now obviously there is the cap side of it, but I just think of that. I'm like, man, that, uh, that hurts. That really, really hurts. Um, uh, let's I'm gonna stop it there because I don't want to reflect too much because God I hope he comes back next season. Um and at least and on the other side of it, it's either now the Capitals have to ask themselves, do you feel confident enough in Felix Copley to be your backup? Um you're gonna have to because I don't think anyone else is available still.
0: Yeah. Um, Jimmy Howard's yeah. available. Oh yeah. That guy's He's also, apparently also
1: linked to
2: Anaheim, right? apparently, where the Ducks were like, we might Ryan Miller is still around. He still wants to play. Yeah. Okay. Well,
1: mm-hmm. enough said, enough said there, uh, but one career possibly ending. Another one is continuing our first of our key free agents who are still available. Anthony Duclair signs one year with Florida Um uh, the Panthers, making another sort of cheap depth kind of signing with a good player. Um, but Duclair a year ago was in the midst. I keep thinking it's the summer when it's nearly Christmas mm-hmm. or nearly 2021, but last season, a great sort of resurgence in his career. Um represents himself at the worst possible time when COVID hits. Um, but he has a home for next season, fortunately, Alex.
0: Yeah, and and I think uh from from the team standpoint, I think it's a really good move for Florida. Um, you know, they kind of did need a little more scoring. I feel like, you know, losing the Donov and Hoffman are our big blows. Um and you didn't really bring like what did you bring in? You brought in Henestrosa. you brought in Carter Verhage, uh, Alex Wenberg, but that, that doesn't that didn't felt that didn't feel like enough, and and I think Anthony Duclair was a was a really good was a really good pickup for them from the player standpoint. And I want to ask you guys this: Do you think he? Because I I think the rumor was he was offered a few years. Over three million dollars in Ottawa. Do you at all think he regrets that? Regrets declining that.
1: Um, this current financial landscape. I'd be amazed if he wasn't.
0: Because it's not like next year's going to be any better.
1: Or the year afterwards.
0: Right, we're, like this.
1: This league is screwed.
0: Yeah, the, like their player salaries are not moving up in any direction anytime soon.
2: Yeah, there was an article on Sports Illustrated right after the signing uh broke out, and it's kind of interesting where you know this is the opposite of Fred Van Fleet, of you know, bet on yourself in a way. Yeah, yeah. I really did bet on himself. He fired his agent prior to negotiations with Ottawa, and apparently, yeah, the rumor was it was three or 3.4 a year for three years. So that kind of hurt. And it is interesting because, you know, the positives you could take out of this is it's another year of him to prove himself. And if he could get on that left side or the right side, because he could play both sides on that top line with Barkov, then, you know, his numbers are going to improve that, you know, he's going to show that he could be a valuable guy. could be great up there. But when you look at that depth on Florida, you know, it gets really thin as you go down the lines, like right. if he doesn't hit it with Hubert, no, he doesn't hit it with Barkoff, you know, you're going to end up seeing it what, like Frank Vetrano, or you're going to see him with like Alex Wenberg, where, you know, you're not going to have a career year to get that contract that you really want.
1: Really funny. You mentioned that contract because it sounds like what they did not have accepted by Anthony Duclair. They just went to Connor Brown and said, here you go. He took it and ran. Right. Um uh, uh, but hey, hopefully he can continue to. Uh, to you know play. what amazed
2: me? Sorry, if we move, before we move on. Yeah. He's been on like seven teams, and he's twenty five.
1: So he was. The, let me let me try and figure this out. I think he was drafted by the Rangers, right? Yeah. And then was it the D'Angelo deal that sent him to Arizona?
2: No, it's the Keith Yandel one. Keith Yandel. No. And then somehow he's he was in Columbus. I don't know how he um, um, went to yeah. Chicago for. Leafs really? legend Richard Panik, really? And then, yeah, and then they didn't qualify him because they thought he was gonna have another breakout season, and then from there he went to Columbus.
0: No, I thought he. Wow. Oh no, he got traded from Columbus to Ottawa. Yes, yeah, for was, Ryan Zingle, Yeah.
1: Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 And, and Torrance is like, yeah, he can't play. <laughs> um, I love Torrance so much. Uh, World Juniors. We teased it a bit earlier. Yeah, they had exhibition games canceled earlier today. Uh, Sweden and Germany have just been Definitely. hammered. I woke up this morning, went downstairs, and the first thing I heard from my mom is like, did you hear the news of the cancellation of the World Juniors? And I, my heart stopped. I was like, no! But I, it was CP24 was on, and the, the moment I looked down, it just said the exhibition games. I was like, yeah. thank the Lord, please. Oh, if, if the World Juniors got canceled, I don't know what I would do. Because, like, I need this hockey. I need, well, like, I
0: need- Well, you're a new, uh, you're part of uh, NBA Twitter now, clearly. Yeah, so. I, I am.
1: I am. Yeah, this is true. The Donald <laughs> expects things of me um, so far. Yeah. Um, we were going to, there was a suggestion here, I think this is from Daniel, that maybe our next episode we can do a real, dedicate, like, a whole episode to just maybe really going into the teams and doing a big ranking. I'd say we can try and do it today, but we have been going for a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not as long as I think right? because we were late recording. I'm not gonna blame anyone yeah. for that. I blame the
2: Mandalorian. Yeah, it's been just under an hour. Yes, okay, Daniel, I see you. I blame the uh, Mandalorian. We all agree we're a united front against this.
1: Yes, uh this, this this is the way. Um, I'll tell you what is also the way. Um Russia not being able to technically beat <laughs> Russia at the Olympics. The Olympic athletes of Russia are coming uh, back, baby, because Russia cannot use their flag, cannot say they are Russia um because doping, and they got in trouble again.
2: I, I love gotta it. buy a hat for that or like a jersey because like you know this is a very particular moment in time
0: it is it is you
1: remember those few Olympics when the Russians got caught? yeah,
0: yeah, I have a jersey actually,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I can show you.
1: Because they won gold in hockey when they were the Olympic
0: athletes. O-A-R. Because their ha- half their team, like their entire team, was KHL players, which is literally by like the second Canadi- best. Led league.
2: by Canadians, great Ilya Kovalchuk. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Him and Datsuk. Yeah. And then um, all all the team Germany wanted to get pictures with them because it's like yeah, we're watching you.
2: Oh, it wasn't that we like had Kreil Krappersoff. Yeah, he was on that team. See? Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. I
0: remember that.
1: Oh, but I mean the Olympics. To, I I hope they happen. Who doesn't love the Olympics? Well, the NHL. Oh, is. I
0: well, know. they are uh-huh. then they're the, like the twenty twenty one Olympics are happening. The NHL is like, let's see
2: what uh, what happens.
1: I can't wait for the NHL to not go to the Olympics and we have to
2: fix labor peace again. I mean labor. Oh. I was, yeah, it's like just let them go. Please, this is- who's out of the NHL now? That I would like be on Team Canada. I'm just trying to think, like you know, we not through the whole roster. I'm just thinking uh, of like
1: the center depth would be McDavid, Crosby, McKinnon, and who cares? You'd win.
2: Oh no, I'm yeah. thinking people outside the NHL. Like,
1: oh, outside the ones, uh, oh,
0: there's definitely guys. Um.
1: Sh- Shane Wright, <laughs> and that's it. Caden Gooley would be sixth. To- God, he made, hes in the top six role. It looks like it made the team at eighteen. Uh, let's go.
0: Is he eighteen? Or is yeah, he turning down? Oh, no,
1: He—he he was eighteen at the draft. Hold on. Hold on a minute. He—he he was eighteen. Let me double check this. Caden Goulet. He's still eighteen. He turns nineteen on January eighteenth. My oh, guy. Hopefully, at the
0: NHL is starting by then. <laughs>
1: God, I hope. God, I hope. But hey, Daniel, I know you have a lot to say about um the World Juniors. Yeah, oh, you know, like, we, what Yeah, no, no, go on. What am I you you I don't know where you I'm You know, at. we're
2: probably going to do like something eventually for it, but like, you know, always we'll see how the tournament goes because, you know, I'm not doing any projections, especially with what's going on there right now in Red Deer and Edmonton, but yeah, like, I don't just that initial excitement is just, I'm trying to keep it at bay because I just want to see what's best for the players right now. But again, like, yeah, what they were able to do, you know, they had 46 people invited, like, the most they've ever had. They had 26 first-round picks at the at the trading camp. They eventually picked 20 of them. But, you know, it's exciting times for Canada. It's another team that, you know, it's gonna definitely going to look at. But again, like, what I want to say is I want – this to be a tournament where you just want the safety for everyone. You want every team to be at full strength. And we're not going to see that with Germany anymore because Lucas Reichel got positive for COVID. You know, that guy is a German superstar in juniors for them. You know, they still have Tim Stutzel, but you know, these are the type of other teams that, when we talk about the growth of hockey, we also don't want these teams that you know they're on the rise to be regulated. They don't. You want to see what those prospects are be are producing or coming out of there. Like when we think of Leon Dreisaitl, I don't want that. You know, he's a superstar, but I don't want that to just be the one player we kind of focus on and say, "Hey, you know, that's the only guy that I know from Germany."
1: Yeah, that that's the issue. Is they lose Reichel, it's like, okay, we don't really have much else. When Canada will lose, uh, let's just say they didn't have Doc. Well, they just said Byfield. Doesn't yeah. matter. They just, yeah. What do you know? Well, God, what? Who? Who was the coach a few years ago that was really, really funny? He's like, we're going to lose. I mean, they have like eight of the first round picks, oh. out, and we have one in the
2: fourth one. Oh, oh it's the, uh, Swiss it's the, Swiss it's the Swiss coach. The Swiss one, right? Yeah. Oh, he was so. That funny. Guy was great. Oh, it's well, realistic.
1: Okay. He put it, he put it. I want to see if I can find that clip. Hold on, uh, g- go on, lots. I got to find this,
2: but yeah, Switzerland's another one too, where you know they've had a lot of guys coming out. That Dennis Mulgan. yeah, they had uh Nico Hishier yeah. and like Nino Niederreiter like dominating in the juniors. Like, yes, yes, they have quite they have had quite a few guys here and there, but it's again like f- not from like the Canadian fandom of things like, yeah, Canada's going to dominate, like it's also you know, I want this to be competitive. Like when we talk about, yeah, growth of the game, it's also starts at the junior level with these things that I don't want to just see these stars that come and go. Uh,
0: Yeah. Like I think, well, I think the thing there is that I think because in Canada hockey is so, and it's not technically the most popular sport, but it is highly, it is highly up there. But in all these other places, like, switzerland and, and and germany like those two te- those two guys alone like f- soccer is like the biggest thing there yeah. like by far like it's i don't even think I, I couldn't even tell you what the next closest thing would be
1: all right lads wow, i've I found the clip
0: okay like uh, uh, okay. a canada team who uh,
2: dominates us again and we try to uh, hold against what did you learn about them in the pre-tournament game you played
1: learn uh, that we are far away from them <laughs> still they're uh, faster they're bigger they're stronger they can shoot better they can pass better they can do everything better
0: <laughs> is this what you'll tell your team like what do you say to your team
1: exactly that
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we, and, uh, try to fight against
1: well, wait, what do I want to say you know they have like know, how many other uh, first rounders they have how many Seven. Huh? Seven. and the rest in the second round yeah uh, and one in the fourth round who play, like uh, the most NHL games so far. So what do I want to tell again. It, it just, we just a battle, a battle, and try to bet. We have one in the fourth round too. One, and the rest <laughs> is not drafted.
0: Is it good that <laughs> you can tell <kind> of... <laughs> He's, so He's so awesome. That
2: guy. It's like, are you gonna tell your team that? Yeah. We had one in the fifth two One. <laughs> what? That <laughs> so oh was your Victor
1: Mente play. He was the fourth rounder.
2: I don't know if like did this one this is the sentiment like you guys have but you know when i want to see canada and russia or canada and the us or you know against finland or sweden in the in the gold medal game i want it to be earned yeah like i want it to be like this was an all around great tournament that you know we're you know it was fun to see when you're a kid you see the eight nothing games but you know it's just it just it kind of gets it gets to a point where it's just okay oh man <laughs> like if you're that not Canadian a, you're not gonna watch this
1: that was such a good I'm sorry dude but that was such a good tournament because that, that was when Elias Anderson threw his medal too yeah
2: that was the team that was not supposed to win that was like the grit and grind Canada team like Sam Steele was the first line center
1: yeah and that was the that was the hey baby um, that, what, what was it would you be my girl that oh was yeah for the goal song, song. Yeah, yeah that was that God. was a team that like They're, they were great what a legendary squad that team was. And like, was it
2: Tyler Steenbergen, like, who's like yes. a grinded out prospect right now for the wasn't Bruins? Was st- the one who scores the game winner?
1: Jake Batherson, I think, was on that team. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Steenberger who got the game winner and it was he was the
2: only one who hadn't scored? Oh. Yeah. God, that was a great team. Jake Batherson. Um, uh, uh, who's that other Ottawa prospect? They, they picked him in the fourth round. He's also no, he's Canadian. No, nor, um, Brown, not
0: Norris. Um, have like four, Alex
2: Formington. Uh, yes. There you go. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Yeah, he was Uber on that video. team too,
2: and he really increased his stock in that. Yeah. That uh, and then tournament. he was, was in the great.
0: Uber, and then he was in the Uber video, and yeah. then got sent back.
1: Yes, yeah. yes.
0: But we still love him and Dylan DeMello.
1: Yes, we do. We do. We do. Well, Duchesne was doing all the
0: talking. Yeah. Duchesne, Dude. I think Christian Reland, uh, not Christian in. Weidman. Weidman, because I think he ended up getting traded to he did he did to, an- to Anaheim like a few days later. Formington <laughs> got sent back uh, to the CHL, and then I think DeMello was the, is the only one was the only one that was still there after. Obviously, Duchesne ended up getting traded later that season. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, fun times.
1: Okay, uh, I'll tell you an organization that's not having a lot of fun times. Uh, you know, some fans hate them because their province official cares about public health. Um, and other people hate them because Braden Hopey, uh upset some people. He had his new mask and um, he got on a bit of hot water over it because it it, it had some sort of, I guess, indigenous sort of designs that, um, and he didn't actually get an indigenous artist to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, he did apologize very, very quickly though, which by the way, fantastic accountability. It, he'll be such a weird dude like he had turtles that he tried to get across the border like, yeah that man is a book and a half I,
0: I think the uh the guy who drew it the the artist sorry i think he, they just i just saw a story the other day about him he's gonna like contact some indigenous artists i think um to help with that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's good,
1: good that's how, if you mess up, you deal with a problem. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not what Francesco Aquilini did. And I don't just know what like. So, did. so, they obviously, obviously, the Canucks, then people were going after their logo for the same thing, right? Which I didn't even know. Apparently, it was an issue. Yeah, I didn't oh. know that
2: either. Yeah. So I mean, now. the Orca?
1: I mean, like, the skate's the better logo, but for some reason, the Aquilinis just hate that the fans <sighs> want it. Um, uh, yeah, so, apparently, there was some issue. And. I think we were talking about this, Alex. And I can't remember what, what you said to me about this. And apparently the Canucks went to someone who was the chief of a clan or an elder. I feel really bad that I don't know the exact specifics of this. see if I can find it. And apparently that gentleman said, I'm fine with it. He had a Canucks logo. Like, he has a Canucks jersey on all this. And, like, Mr. Aquilini just quote tweeted saying, that's great. Can we just focus on hockey now? Like, dude, oh. And I was like, ah, oh, what are you doing? That's what are you do. It's just not been a great summer for the Canucks. It's just like, like hope be perfect. There you go. Apologize. They're going to rework it. But I mean, like when we know that, um, uh, obviously Washington's football, the NFL team is changing its name. Um, we know that Cleveland and the MLB are changing their name as well. Um, it's just, uh, we don't even know what's going on. Apparently the Blackhawks are are staying course, but that's like, apparently they, they've got permission for that, but it was a really, really long time ago, and you would assume maybe you would reach out again, but I don't think they have. And the, I don't know, maybe the Canucks just haven't... Because this hasn't been a problem before, which is weird. Like, I've, I had no idea their logo had any sort of... I thought it was just a whale with a C that was for the Canucks.
2: Yeah, I didn't know either. Like, that's... Yeah, the stories I, were really kind of interesting. With that, where I didn't know that those were the designs.
1: Like, obviously, not not defending it. I'm just saying, like, I I it's I, it's amazing. Like, it's just been here for so long. And there's just been no acknowledgement of it. Yeah, and so like, sure. if you have, yeah, um, I'm trying to stall it out here while you do. That's why, um, if you have the okay from the community, from you know. The indigenous trash, right? And I don't see there being a problem with it, really. I mean, it just—it feels like some of the stuff when we had Duncan McHugh come in for lectures, and it's like,
0: which was a great if you lecture.
1: reach out and if you make the effort, yeah, he's, yes, he's Duncan's every time. amazing. Oh. He for three, four, four, he hosted an episode of that class.
0: Yes, yes, um,
1: he did. and it was so I was just like. I know you're turning it on. You're like, okay, Ivar is gonna be here. Maybe, um, maybe he's gonna bring in the lawyer. No, I love Ivar. He's such a nice guy. Um, yeah, he's gonna bring in like the lawyer. That, that was, what's what's the lawyer's name
0: again? I don't um, remember, but I know what you're talking about.
1: Like, I'm not taking the piss. Like, I love no, Ivar. I do. He's like so nice. Like, he's the best. I'm just yeah, saying. So like, nice. you know, I, I'm going through the normal lecture. I'm like, okay, so like, you know, I'm going like, all right, so time for you know, you you say in your head like. Doesn't matter, three, four, four. And it's like I can't wait to go to the movies and then but then you <laughs> move on and like Duncan McHugh shows And You're like, wait, what? <laughs> Duncan, my boy. What are you doing here? Even though know, you know it's it's pre-recorded, it's you can't actually talk to him. You can't? No. I'm I'm annoyed I can't remember the, the lawyer's name who who they have on. What's his name? Anyway, the Canucks. Was, um yeah. have you found anything yet? I dogs? couldn't
0: find the exact one, but this is the, the statement from so there's okay so this is what happened my understanding this is from the Sportsnet article the the team came under fire earlier this week uh when university of manitoba indigenous studies and history professor sean carlton sorry argued in a twitter thread that connect should retire the crest as its coast salish inspired imagery was designed without indigenous consultation um the logo, which was created by artist Brent Lynch in 1997 features elements of Haida design. And then I have here a statement from uh, Francesco Aquilini, who's the owner. Uh, We consult with the first nations on many issues around our teams and business and value their wise counsel. Most recently we collaborated on the Vancouver warriors lacrosse team branding Um. We understand that not everyone embraces the Canucks logo, but are very pleased that so many people do, including our First Nation, First Nations friends. We're grateful for this show of support and all the f- positive feedback we've received. I have another one here. Like there's just there's a whole lot I can't find the article that I had found before, but I just there's a lot of different people saying different things. So that's mm-hmm what i have it's I'm good
1: that on. you're working on the lacrosse team but the issue here is with the canucks it's with the hockey team but i mean okay the canucks could can handle that but you think if there's a team that needs to work on its pr it's probably the canucks <laughs> with the way that judge Brackett left and you know who we can probably talk about this with friend of the show harvin dial uh,
2: maybe yeah
1: try and bring it on next time he is around. Steve Dangle is still not posted his video for the Habs. It is his next one because I think he's waiting. A, he did a big, I think he's done a trade. Shut up, dogs. I think he's done a big trade tree. <laughs>
0: yeah, that Rick Nash.
1: Re, no, that was, I oh, another that was one? it that was, was half was another an hour long. That was oh, huge.
0: That was half an he, hour long. But
1: he, he did say his Habs one is up next. We will definitely be talking about that next episode. Yeah. Cross my heart and hope to die. We will. Oh. Um, <laughs> I guess we can look at one more thing before we go.
0: Yeah. Which I have something else about? I realized. Yeah. what?
1: well, what, what was, what was it? No, doing? it was just
0: something related to, we were talking about at the beginning of the episode. So we'll do it at the, the Mandalorian. End. No, not the Mandalorian. Oh, these dogs are
1: just, I think, Oh, because the neighbor's dog no. is yelling now. Oh, what? Yeah.
0: That's okay. What did someone put in the document? The I struggles of was the was home
2: stadium.
1: studio. We <laughs> will not stop. Um, from the score, Matt Teague, tank, Teague, tank. Teague, Teague. Five to eight Teague. days ago, Jesus, we are late on this. Uh, McClennon, LA Kings head coach. I forgot. Oh, he was I in put one that team. in there. The Kings have finished their rebuild. No, it's not. time to turn the ship.
2: You know who what said ship? that before? When like they were still really bad. The Toronto Raptors, Brian Colangelo. Like I think this was like a year or t- a year or two after Chris Bosh left. They didn't really do much at the draft, and they're like the rebuild is over.
0: Yeah. Okay. Sure.
1: Well, sure. they they could be. Yeah. Like. Are um, they in the stage where they are done purposely being in the bottom? Um. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna meet myself. I don't think so. Like. You no, know uh, I was. They have all these. They have all these very good prospects, right? Byfield, Velarde, uh, Alex Turcott. Tobias Bjornfoot, Tobias but are they, are they ready to make that step? I think some of them are. I don't think enough of them are to a point where it's like, we're at that point yet. Like maybe I'm looking at this the wrong way. I maybe I'm because I'm looking at, it in terms of what the, the Leafs did pre 2017, Right. They just kept, they kind of not, they didn't fully gut it down. I think they still have really good guys that are really good leaders. Kopitar, Doughty, Dustin Brown, whoever, Jonathan Quick. But the, what's surrounding that just isn't necessarily good enough. I have two points. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I have two points with that. I think my first one is, I think it's, and, you know, I could probably be wrong because I don't know what their opening roster is going to look like, but I think it's a bit jumping the gun right now to say that because all of their top guys, like, you know, we talked about Byfield, we talked about Turcotte, we talked about, you know, like Gabe Velarde had some games, but like, you know, Rasmus Pupari or, uh, you know, Boris Braunfurt, like these are guys that have not stepped into the NHL yet that we don't know how they're going to be on this roster. And the second thing is I'm really surprised that how long they've been at the bottom of the standings. They were able to sell that to Kopitar, to Dowdy, to like Brown, to Carter, who, you know, they're nearing the end of the career, or, you know, even Jonathan Quick, like they had all these guys from their core of, of, you know, the winning years that now they have them still on contract for a while that, even now they like you know you don't hear anyone going like trade me to a contender.
1: Daniel, I think he answered it right there. Um how do you sell it? You don't sell you say I can't trade you because your contract. (laughs) 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 Right. So deal with it. That and you get to live in LA and you want your cops shut up and you have your money. Deal with it. I think it's that simple well and at the same time McClellan's not going to come out and say, Yeah, we're gonna suck again.
0: No, of course not. Of course not but I think that quote like to say you're done the rebuild I don't know if that is uh, true.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a question mark there. Um, it's drafted I'll... very well though, so you know we'll we'll take the uh, the positive out of this. Saying, you know, I guess the turnover to the future is there. Oh yeah, I mean, again, like yeah. are Dowdy, have those guys around the young guys. That's you know those that's great.
0: Absolutely, yeah, that might rejuvenate things. Yeah, like I think they probably have one of if not the best prospect cupboards in in the league Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which is always a good sign that you're rebuilding properly yes Um, you look at a team who trying to rebuild but never ended up rebuilding in minnesota when was their prospect cupboard top tier has it ever been like ever um
2: exactly i i mean 2000 and i mean when they had like Brodeen, dumba
0: Still as prospects, and
1: uh, and how many of those guys Alex, really Alex turned Tug. out? Yeah, like Tuck, who they, they Alex boy, Tuck, it didn't seem
0: Tuck was yeah. turning out in Minnesota,
1: and now he's in Vegas. And like, yeah, Dumba made pro, Dumba's probably gone,
2: yeah, Brodeen, like, he's solid, yeah, as like that's it. The guy
1: it would look better if guys like Coonan and Greenway were looking a little better today, but Coonan's mm. in Nashville, Greenway is. They're good,
2: but who else is with them? Karil Kaprasov.
0: Yeah, like that's their guy, Kirill Kaprasov. Like that's who they're kind of betting on here.
2: Wait, I have a question for you guys. And Kevin Fiala. Are you more confident? I know because, you know, they've been touted as the number one, you know, like prospect pool for a while. Like the LA Kings, are you more confident with them or the Chicago
0: Blackhawks? Oh, them. Yeah. At the moment, them. In terms of the future, is that? Is I'm that, going is with that,
1: Chicago because the Kings have. Who's running the Kings right
0: now? What do you mean? Who's running the Kings right now? Who's their like, GM? Oh, who's their GM? Um, it's
1: freaking Lucky Luke and Rob Blake, isn't it? Those are the guys running the team. It's the boys' club. Let I let mean, check. at least the yeah, Black Rob Box Blake have. They've they've gone and they, it's taken them. A okay, long don't time. say the
0: Chicago's not the boys' club. They asked for. I mean, I and I understand they didn't have to trade Brandon Saad, but they also have Stan Bowman.
1: But they've they've made changes, uh, like above Bowman. They've yeah. they've on more avenues. Like I don't see anyone else hiring Kendall Coin Schofield. I don't. No. You know, a, a, and I think some of the prospects on Chicago are a few steps forward. When in LA, it's like okay. We got Kopitar. Yep.
0: Yeah. You got Doughty. No, but that's not that's it's, not what it's, that's it's, not what Daniel's question is though.
1: Yeah, but the, the guys they do the have is you have Cat, who is young and is amazing. You got okay. the same with um, Kirby Doc. Uh, yeah, but not the guy I'm thinking. But yeah, Doc's another perfect one. Ian Mitchell. Uh, not Ian Mitchell. He is. Is
0: it the guy from Chicago the Chicago have
1: Kubelik as well? Yeah. their finalists. Mm. Um, And just the Kings where their guys are. I'm just like, like at least I know what they are with I would love Velarde. He was almost a Canadian um mm. before Patrick nixed the deal, but the guy hasn't stayed healthy. It's just, I know a lot more right now what the Blackhawks are. And um, like, at, at least like, I don't quite know where Dowdy is in his career right now, and at least Kane has the wheels, and like it's never been his physicality, and Tays will never lose that poise going to the next few years. When Dustin Brown is already a ghost, Kopitar is not the fleetest of foot, and then the moment those guys is it doesn't like they'll have their prospects, but the moment those big anchors of contracts start looking worse and worse. I see that Kopitar and Dowdy are already on the decline as opposed to Taves and Kane. Plus, like, Keith is starting to look bad, but at least that contract is not the... $11
0: million. Is not,
1: yeah, it's it's not mm-hmm. the worst thing yeah. ever. That's the only reason. I mean, it's, it's... What's that famous saying I like using? It's like comparing wolf and dog crap. It doesn't matter how you try and dress it up. They're both crap.
0: Yeah, like, I guess the way I was looking at it is... Yes, there's DeBrincat, Kubalik, but those guys aren't at the level of Tays and Kane, and I don't think they're going to hit those levels. Maybe Debrinkat, uh not Kubalik. But then, what else is there? Like, what? Uh, the question I'm curious about is what else is in Chicago's prospect cover? Like, yes, there's Kirby Doc, Ian, uh, Ian Mitchell, and um, what's the other defenseman? We Alex keep Classic. talking. No, Book no, we keep, we keep talking about him, and we never remember his name. The guy Nikolai from – Libel Death. Yes. The guy from the – I think he's from the Q. Yeah, the, the bastards took him in Montreal. we going to have him. Yeah, right? Like, I feel like L.A. just has this really big uh, prospect cupboard that, okay, fine. If some of them don't work out, some of them don't work out. But they have all these other guys – that I feel like because Chicago has been trying to make the playoffs until st- until the CEO got fired, and they've kind of been trying, and they just they weren't in quote unquote rebuild mode. Mm-hmm. That it's going to take a few more years for Chicago. I'm, you're right. They're both they're both in in a in a, so you in make a garbage. It, you make a bag. really good point there. Like mm-hmm. they're both they're both in a garbage bag, and they could be lit on fire at any point now. But. Um, I guess we're just I don't know. Picking
2: hey,
0: listen
1: things here. These are they're both teams that were powerhouses a few years ago and now
2: yeah.
1: what about what about you, Daniel? You're asking the question. Who do you feel better with?
2: Me, um you know, just for the sake of the podcast, I'm gonna say that, you know. Don't you I, dare I can't decide, you know, because I don't wanna take sides with you or Alex.
1: I'm not going to get offended. I'm pulling the, I'm
2: pulling the Jamie McClellan right now. As
1: far as our argument go, this is a very calm one. Yeah. I see. Well,
2: um,
1: mm-hmm. if that's it.
0: Undecided that's it. voter.
1: Undecided voter. Um, Well, that is everything, by the way. Well, one
0: more point. One more point I right. wanted to bring up from the beginning of the show. I just remembered. Yeah. Um, If I'm being honest, I do think that the planning of the draft in free agency was a tad poor.
1: Um, because...
0: As in like the ones that just in October or the upcoming? No, no, the ones in July, the one on July 21st, the draft and the free agency July 28th. So the, we all know the Olympics are going to happen in July or mm-hmm. they're supposed to. Guess when they start. When do they start? July 21st. <laughs> the same day as the NHL entry trial. Well, I'm just curious, was there any planning? The
1: only, uh, for the draft I'm on your side um, I agree with all of that except free agency because you do have to relocate like family, everything else like the draft, that is a disaster No, no, of course You know what, I the, know. You know what the worst part is about everything though? That Mike gets to have free agency on his birthday <laughs> No, no <laughs> I, and, I,
0: I absolutely agree, like I know they have to move families but move it back
1: yeah, they're like, um. That's a big. That's bad. That's bad. Move it
0: back a, a week. Move the draft and uh, and for, and uh, free agency a week.
1: I agree. Um, it's a lot, yeah. Especially
0: that first day. You want that first day all to yourself. All to yourself. And now there's you nothing, get to share it with the Olympics.
1: Nothing quite like the NHL missing a mark to, um, you know, try and make themselves look good. Try to make something an event. You know um, what we, I
0: I don't know if they've released the schedule for the Olympics. Probably not. I really hope there's no basketball on that day. And I really hope there's no USA basketball on that day.
2: Oh, my gosh. I mean, no views.
0: Hey, um,
1: we're not live streaming the draft next year. By the way. No, no. No, that was a, that was a disaster. That was Ed th- Boring.
0: Yeah, because very- they t- they literally took the entire two minutes every single time.
1: Yeah, it's it's so annoying that I remember Montreal, like, Bergevin was at the podium ready for a solid minute. Yeah. And they waited the full two minutes. And I'm like...
2: They wanted to be sure they got the right guy at the
1: spot. Especially when I was yelling about a trade every other deal. It was like, yeah, we've had tra- no trades. Ever. No, they were fine. They knew they were taking Gouli. Like, they knew. Like... After, like, getting to hear Trevor Timmons, Trevor? Am I talking Connor?
2: No, Trevor.
1: No, no I'm thinking of the try. right one. Trevor. Oh, Trevor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, they were taking it. It was just like, he's going like, I want to go home and you know, this is terrible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm on the phone with Tyler Toffoli. Come on, be, be. <laughs>
0: Um And then just another thing. You know, I, I remember during the Mitch Marner uh negotiations the one thing that jamie mcclennan was talking about uh was before something good happens it always hits the low point yes and i feel like ever since i heard that i have seen that in every single thing that's happened in the nhl
1: maybe hit the low point
0: a few weeks early
1: just for me. <laughs> just, no, you're right. It's like, yo, Gallagher ain't resigning. Next day, Gallagher has resigned. signed <laughs> well, like, are not. We're not playing. We're not. There's no Canadian division. There's right. no season. The players have agreed to play. Right. It's just they. They have to be done by Friday so we can quarantine and start camp. Everything is figured out on Friday. <laughs> they just.
2: That's how it goes.
1: Predictable. Yeah. Ugh. Just do better, like my they do suck better. They're
2: doing it for the hard news sports journalists out no, there that not. you know. They On just, a Friday, they have, you're
1: just so dickish.
2: They have something to write, and then
1: you, know, you, the again. you know, more to come. More. To, <laughs> last edited at two seventeen p.m. Um, Wasn't the story
2: mean, continues? The story continues.
1: Breaking news,
2: not actually, but subtle All breaking. Right. News. They should be something where it's like. Alleged breaking news.
1: I hate when it's breaking news and it's been the same story for three hours. It's like that's, that's like CNN That's how CNN
2: does it. it makes, like everything it's breaking so news. Annoying.
1: It's so annoying. Breaking news. This happened with Trump. It happened last week.
0: Welcome to the 24-hour news cycle. Breaking news, yes. Oh,
1: he, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, even like uh, that's I not mean, I, love, I love CP24. It's the same. It's so thing. it's so perfect.
0: But it's the same. Like, they do the no, same no, thing. No, no, it's
1: not as bad. I know but they run
0: the stuff. I still same constantly find myself
1: walking a
2: loop though. Yeah.
1: Maybe it's not because it's not about Trump for the past four years. I don't know I was CP24. But like it's been so nice since the election kind of earned it. Because it's it just feels like there's been a lot less Trump in my life. And it's been oh, ugh, but instead I mean, of my Twitter timeline, instead of Trump is a racist, uh, it's now it's now
2: Mandalorian spoilers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, now Adam, which one do you prefer?
1: I mean like
2: Wow, that's a hot take.
1: Well that's a good question. Do <laughs> I rather hear about the bloated Loompa Loompa or what happened in the season finale? I don't know. I don't know.
0: They again, you know they how you suck. Like, You know how sucks. you know how you say it's like picking between wolf or dog crap or whatever.
2: Yep, still, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Yep. Yep.
0: Thank God. Side.
1: Whenever that transfer of power is gone and he's just out of if. out of it, it is like that. Those four years felt a lot longer. If, it was if. bad. If. It really aged me. I think I think it will be good.
0: If it I happens. Hope
1: so. if By the way, happens. shout out to Dr. Fauci who has saved Christmas. <laughs> breaking, news. Breaking, breaking news. Yes.
0: Breaking, breaking news. Breaking <laughs> news. Breaking <Fauci> news. Mike hates <laughs> kids.
1: Breaking, breaking <laughs> news. Dr. Hitney Fauci has has oh god I'm dropping Lego everywhere. Has, he's talked to, he went to the North Pole. Everything. He's talked to Santa. He gave him the vaccine. Or like he checked his levels and he's good. Uh, good. No harm to you or your children um, or your family at all. Um, Christmas is saved.
0: I like um, every so time, stuff. thank goodness. I enjoy every time Adam retweets something about that just so I can put in the comments that I Mike love, hates kids.
1: I love pissing off Mike. It's my favorite thing in the world. Um, all right, then. That's everything, by the way.
0: Yeah, that's everything
1: been going for a while um daniel you were late so you can i don't know if anyone knows this but daniel was late
2: what?
1: So what yeah yeah oh no
2: i thought it was 10 after the hour
1: no it's not this isn't right it started <laughs> it was at 12 30 you got there at like 12 44
2: no it's 12 it was 44 yeah my apologies to listeners um for some uh, reason discord kept opening up not zoom and, and your internet. You no, know, we weren't doing a video game stream on a Microsoft owned product. So my apologies for that. <laughs> um, so listeners, you can do the answer. This has been fun. Yes. You know.
1: Dude, steering
2: Yes, this has been fun. Um you know, thanks again to Voice Ed to uh Podgo by the way. You never really shout out Podgo too much on this. Uh but yeah, good. Uh, Thanks to the both of them for giving us an opportunity for, you know, for being on sure. ad space for us as well. That's been great. Um Be sure to check us out everywhere you find your podcast. Doesn't really matter which one you choose. But if you do choose Apple Podcasts, please, please, please give us a review. Tell us what five you like, stars. what you didn't like. Um Yeah, if you didn't give us five stars, please let us know. We will address this on the show. We want to sure- know who
1: the one person who didn't give us five stars was and gave us like two. We want to talk yeah. to you.
2: Yeah, this is like, you know, there's gonna be years from now and then you're still gonna bring that up. I'm like an elephant, man. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, be sure to check out Adam's YouTube channel. Uh, When's the next video coming out, Adam?
1: Uh, I'm probably going to shoot it today, actually.
2: You can do a Steve Dangle reaction video.
1: No, no, I'm not a tool.
2: I don't do reactions. Okay, no,
1: okay. I'm
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna. Wait, did your channel start as a reaction channel?
1: No, it's not. It's not.
0: Okay? <laughs> well, it's called Leafs Fan, right? It's it's similar to what, fan reaction, right? No, their reaction. Let's get this straight. There's
1: the, there's, there's the reaction <laughs> channel yeah. where there is the 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 picture of the video, and it's like, oh my god! And then there's like breakdown analysis, which is what I have done, ripping off Steve Dangle naturally. But that's okay mm. because I told him about him when we met him, and he was like, exactly. "Oh, sweet." But there is a reaction channel, which is like the YouTube version, like yes. how they steal yes. someone else's video. It's like, oh my god! And then there is oh, one yeah. item, okay, which is more analyses.
2: Reaction. All right, analysis. we understand. We understand. But yeah, check us out
1: analysis. <laughs> there
2: we go. <laughs> but yeah, before we go, remember please check it out out on social media. We are basically on every platform: Instagram, Twitter, which? Facebook. Um.
0: Which?
2: Twitch, yes, once again, this Wednesday, we are going back to play GM mode for our Seattle Kraken, where, you know, we continue to build a young but promising team. We air at 630, and it's going to be fun, we promise. Eastern Eastern time, time, yes, 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 Eastern time.
0: And it will work this time.
2: And it will work. We will continue to do really well with this. I think, you know, I'm excited for this
1: check out alex's blog and daniel's writing wherever he is yeah
2: yeah it it will change you know we will have a big announcement we'll have a breaking news segment for that okay we will
1: breaking news we've known about it for about a month it's not beneficial but daniel's going here will baldwin with the details
2: yes (laughs) (laughs) all right Is, is that it yeah thank you guys